On the topic of marine protected areas, sometimes information can be confusing. And uh, I was lucky to actually stumble on an episode by a podcast, a very good podcast. I think everyone should go and take a listen to it. There's going to be something you like. There's something for everyone. Um, and that podcast is called Surf Splendor. And that day, the person being interviewed it was a gentleman whom I did not know of called Zach Plopper. Zach Plopper happens to be one of the people working and one of the early associates, if I, if I read correctly, at wildcoast.org. And Wild Coast is dedicated to conserve and protect coastal marine ecosystems for future generations. Um, I went on their website. They do an amazing job. And uh, maybe I'll be talking about that on another occasion um, of the extent of their work and how they do it and so forth. But one thing is uh, pretty clear right from the get go is that this gentleman, Mr. Plopper, is extremely articulate and yet relatable. Because uh, a lot of the times, you know, they'll get up a politician on stage uh, to give a, a, a full explanation of a very strategic plan, and the audience just shrinks in size, in size to nodding heads waiting for the cocktail right after. Did I just say that? Um, I guess I've sat through a few things in my life, and that has occurred. But in the case of Zach Plopper, We've got a very dynamic person and a very committed person. And um, here is what he had to say about a topic which to me was a bit of a mystery. I've heard of the WSL, the World Surf League. I knew that they were urging everyone to sign the 30 by 30. But then I saw there was all kinds of backlash, animosity and outrage and so forth. So in a few words, the 30 by 30 is to sign 30% of land and ocean to be protected for biodiversity purposes um, and to be doing to have that 30% by 2030. Um, on the back of that, which is something people forget, there is the 50 by 50, which is that 50% of land and ocean should be protected for biodiversity uh, by 2050. So that, that came from uh, scientific studies. Uh, regarding climate resiliency and addressing massive species extinctions. So on this topic, as WSL started pushing the topic and sign up and sign up, the a lot of misinformation hit the ground and was spread really fast. That's what social media does. A good thing and also a bit of a of a worry. But overall, this is what the 30 by 30 is. It is indeed a plan to promote that by 2030, 30% of land and oceans are protected for biodiversity and to prevent and address massive species extinctions. So as the, plan, climb, um, the planet will evolve and change, um, this is one plan that is looking to, uh, I'm looking for the right word, address the matter in the best sustainable way for the people living on the planet as uh, all biodiversity affects other matters, one ecosystem affects another one, and um, it is one planet. And humans are actually one of the weak elements that will suffer down the road. So look at the COVID situation now. We're still adjusting, and I think we're going to be adjusting for a bit of a while, and it's not going to get much, much better. Um, COVID is, but other things will come, and we'll have to learn how to deal with new challenges that we don't even suspect right now or that we have not even considered. But back to the 30 by 30. 
Here is where issues start. The concept generally is applauded and welcomed. Pretty much. Come on. By 2030, let's run this one. 30% of the planet, 30% of oceans, 30% of land. Yes. And governments signed up. The issue is that as an individual, there is a, a feeling that they're signing away to governments all their rights, all their ability to act. Because then <clears throat> what happens when governments address it in a way that allows them to manage funds in their own interests? Are they going to build that oil rig? You know, um, how is that going to affect fisheries if uh, one thing is encouraged, another one forbidden for economic purposes usually? Where are the compromises made? So creating all these protected areas is fabulous, but the way each country and each government addresses them is really the issue. And that's what really triggered a lot of reaction, because as you're designing and making protected areas, you're also compromising. Not everyone is going to be uh, as happy as a clam in the sand, as the expression used to go. And that resentment is going to be heard. And because we are dealing with a moving target, and it's a, a an, a, an exercise which is still on an equilibrium, um, it's hard to define and to to see, I think is the key thing, where the results are going to be. And the fact is that there is no clear target, and there is still there are still many interpretations globally to what 30 by 30 will mean and imply. So there's a bit of an element of blind driving. So let's look at it as this is a direction on which we're all going. And the fact that many are, are interpreting it differently is just a part of the process. So all these networks are going hopefully in the same direction, but they still feel they have different destinations or similar directions. The, the point is, the 30 by 30 is a plan that is still finding its way. Uh, collaborations are still being made. People are still looking at where the impact is. And it is going to be tricky to protect, to design and pick more protected areas, uh, because those will fall under different legal definitions, depending on countries and, and places around the world. And all of this is in the beginning of the process. Um, Zach Plopper brilliantly came up with a, a very quick illustration. He says 2022 is going to be the first decade of being able to assess how uh, the, the effects of uh, designating uh, marine protected environments. And he did that by citing California. As mentioned, California is the, going to be the first decade where we can see the impact of marine protected areas. So the point of that is California has always been known for being quite avant-garde when it comes to marine matters. And on the back of that, we can see that the rest of the world, as much as there are many places around where there is there are commitments to environment and so forth, the exercise of marine protected areas is young. This is what it really comes down to. So as we all look forward to it and look forward to, to get there and doing the right thing for the planet, 
it is still a moving exercise and we're all looking to see where we fit and where the efforts should be focused on. So right now there's going to be bits of hits and miss. Um, things are going to be measured and little by little we hope to reach an ideal solution for everyone. So indeed, the 30 by 30 is a dynamic process right now. Still, we should be embracing the opportunity. The awareness it is raising is already spectacular. I would invite you to go Google wildcoast.org, have a view at their website, have a listen at Surf Splendor, where you will actually hear uh, this gentleman called Zach Plopper share his, um, his uh, very articulate thoughts and ability to convey the different issues at stake with the 30 by 30. And um, based on that, I will leave you to it till the next recording. And thank you very much. This should actually, I don't know, it's going to be a while now since I talk again about marine protected environments. I was, I felt the urge to go out and talk about them and their importance and so forth um, because I was basically learning about them. Now that we have a general idea and different actors that intervene and so forth, I think Zach Plopper is actually going to be the voice I will be turning to when I need information, and I'll be following his work and the work of Wild Coast, as his interventions are extremely clear and communicative. And that's uh, what I like, someone I can understand, and that I don't feel I need to go through 15 articles before listening to them. And... Um, once you've found a source, uh, you treasure it. So please follow Zach Plopper. He is on uh, different channels of social media. But Wild Coast is where the work gets done. And um, do have a look and do follow and maybe uh, subscribe for the news. Till the next time, thank you very much for listening.